Hello. It's being recorded. Oh, no. Are we? You, just, uh, you already hit the button. We got to watch what we say now. <laughs> oh, no. Let's get this ball rolling. <laughs> This is that show that sounds funny, and today uh, it is the week of March thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one, episode twenty-two, and we are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. And uh, I am your host Keith, and today we have <coughs> Terry, <laughs> Jill. Uh, had to cough, excuse the, me. The, the coughing coughing and I'm laughing. Uh, and uh, this is going to be kind of a special episode today. We might stray some from our typical format of you know, opening stories and news and things because being March 30th, by the time this hits the podcast, it'll probably be, it'll be March 32nd. Yeah. It might, if all goes well, it could be later today, but maybe tomorrow for sure. But still, that leaves people one day to get their little devious minds in gear for April and Fool's Day. Lots of April Fool's tricks. <laughs> so we're going to try to supply some things you can do, even at the last minute, without having to do a lot of preparation, uh, that you can uh, pull some pranks on your loved ones. Yeah, we got pranks, pranks, <laughs> pranks galore this episode. Yeah. Yes. What's the matter with you guys? You got a one-track mind? Maybe we could tell the one about the high school incident. <laughs> oh, well, that could be your opening story. We'd like to open up with uh, st- stories that are classic family stories, recent stuff, what you're reading, what you're doing. You know, we did have a thing a week or two back where you mentioned a cherry bomb. You want to tell the cherry bomber story? Oh, sure. This one takes... Well, I wouldn't recommend it anymore these days. Back when we were younger... It was more acceptable. It, it, but it was even frowned on back then, and it was fast becoming yeah, out of front. favor. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as tipping over outhouses, but still. Anyway, uh, it takes you have to get some clay, take a piece of clay, and it takes a firecracker and a birthday candle, and so you go into say ooh a restroom, and you can take the piece of clay. And like stick it under the back of the toilet tank, underneath or on the side. The, the tank somewhere. or the rim? Well, well, on the back of the toilet anymore because they don't have the tanks in schools. But I'm just saying that back then I don't think they did either. But you put it on the back of the toilet. You stick the clay to the porcelain. And then you take the firecracker and you stick it into the clay. And then you put the, the fuse of the firecracker at the bottom of the of the you put the birthday candle in the clay as well but you put the fuse at the bottom of the candle and then you light the little birthday candle and then you leave the bathroom then you're away from the scene when it goes off that's a little prank you can pull a bathroom bomber there you go so that's that's the secret of how you did it now whoa no i'm not admitting i did (laughs) oh 
like I said, the uh, statute of limitations. So, so how much time did it take for a birthday yes. candle to burn all the way down, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. That's right. Me and a couple friends, I won't mention their names, but they knew who they are. They know who they are, yeah. Not me. Well, <laughs> I've never actually done that. I've only heard people talk about how they've done it. But the way I've heard, you know, people from the older generation, you know, uh, they say, oh, a cherry bomb will explode underwater. You just let the fuser drop it in and then you just, you know, beat feet out of there. I'm like, yeah, but mm-hmm. that was like terrible rockets and stuff. <laughs> Bottle rockets are waterproof too, in case people didn't know. But anyway, well, now we're talking Fourth of July stuff. <laughs> Technically, they're waterproof, but the fuse is not waterproof. So you would have right. fuse dry. You got to let it trickle right up the body. It shoots of off of your hand. Yeah. And drop it in the water. So, it goes like a little submarine, a little torpedo. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I've never bothered uh, doing things like that. I just, you know. Well, I did things like that, like whenever you go camping and you're out on the river or something or in a lake. You hear the worst stories of the old timers who have done that in the school generations before. Uh, But yeah, we used to do a lot of stuff with bottle rockets when we were kids, you know, aim them at each other. (laughs) I remember a cousin of ours, we had a reunion of some kind out of Belt Park, I guess I can say that. Um, Our oldest cousin of our one aunt that lives in Wood River, if you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. And he would t- he took a briquette of charcoal that had been lit. I didn't think he must have grabbed it with a couple sticks. Because I remember him sitting by a tree and he had a pack of firecrackers and he'd light it and hold it and wait and then he'd throw it at the water to try to catch it where it would pop right before it hit the water. Oh, hmm. Yeah, and they will explode underwater. Right. I, I've, I've detonated TNT underwater, which is a, a thing of uh, larger version. <laughs> but you don't Large do it version. by lighting a fuse. You actually wire it with a little plunger and you do it that way. Like bottle rockets, you can hold the stick upside down and then when it goes out of your hand, it'll go underwater and explode underwater. Yeah, if you want to do that. You can, if you're like in a canoe, you could just like lay it on top of the water and it'll go skimming. <laughs> A little missile. <laughs> okay. I guess we should uh, reinforce our disclaimer. Kitties don't try some of these pranks at home. <laughs> uh, you, you, you may end up with the hair on your back of your hand being burnt off or uh, blackened. But, Ouch. Jill, you had a funny story, though, didn't you? I could refresh your memory. Which one do you want me to tell? My about your, or mine? About your... About your dog and barbecue. Oh, what just happened this weekend? The hungry, hungry dog. Oh, you heard that too. Yes, my oldest daughter came home this weekend with some uh, two of her kids and her husband, and we were barbecuing. And my husband did, I think it was a pack of 24 hot dogs, like 24 brats, and a dozen hamburgers. And once they were cooked, we have this thing at Crockpots where it's like a stand where there's three all together. And so you have just the one heating source for three Crockpots. Right. So he put the hot dogs in one, the brats in one, and the hamburgers in one. And we have a sunroom on the back of our house where our dog likes to hang out. And it was on the table, this Crockpot with this food in it. But as people came in the house, because it started to rain in the evening, the dog decided, huh, something smells good. 
<laughs> he hopped up on the table and knocked off the lid and ate all the hot dogs. And, and I just want to <laughs> include, you have what size of a dog? It's not he's like a nine-inch beagle. He's not a really big dog. Right. He's kind of small. <laughs> but I do have to say, we did eat some of that food, and so there probably wasn't all 24 of each thing and 12 hamburgers. There might have just been a dozen hamburger or a dozen brats and <laughs> hot dogs and half a dozen hamburgers because, like I said, we had eaten lunch off of it. <laughs> but I couldn't believe he got up on that table and ate all the hot dogs and then went on and ate all the bratwurst, but my husband caught it before he ate the hamburgers. Caught a few choice words. <laughs> yes, he did. As he's huh? experimented to see if, if all dogs can fly. Yes, I'm sure. I didn't go check, but our dog is still alive today. That's why I was late. I had to let him out. I don't know if you guys got my text. Oh, there's ours. He wants a hot dog. Well, with all those sausages, I'm sure he'll be letting them out uh, today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my yard is full of little uh, digestive smokies, yeah. little smokies and miniature brats and <laughs> some little bitty hot dogs. Wow. <laughs> the poop machine. <laughs> well, um, I, I have a, a quick opening story. Uh, the, you know, now, in, in bathroom, of course, sometimes if you don't have a ceiling fan, especially, you have a little can of air freshener in the back of the toilet, and whenever you leave a smell, you kind of make the air smell nice. And, you know, they have these these kind where you plug in the wall, and it actually will, yeah. what, heat up a little element, and it just automatically keeps uh, a steady stream of uh, air freshener going. But we don't have that. <laughs> in our house. And I was in my office, which is upstairs, kind of sort of over the bathroom, but kind of offset a little bit. And I started to walk across to the door. It's like, hey, I smell something like, you know, air freshener. I wonder if someone bought some air freshener. And I head down the steps and around the corner, down the hall, past the bathroom. And the closer I got, the more overpowering this air freshener got. And I thought, oh, well, we have a little granddaughter who has been known to want to play in my drawer full of aftershaves and colognes. <laughs> and I thought, well, I don't think she's been in there. And I walk in and sure enough, it's like, well, it is just so overpowering uh, air freshener smell. Uh, and then I realized, you know, it's almost like the kind where you plug in the wall and it heats up the element and it's just, you know, all pervasive. And I thought, mm -hmm. hey, uh, we have an electric space heater and it's on. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if some curious kids sprinkled some aftershave into it and made a homemade uh, plug-in, Glade plug-in air freshener for me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, for the next couple of days, man, as that stuff burned off, it uh, mm. made the bathroom smell good, but we had to tell kids, you don't want to set the house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be doing that. So, That's one way, I suppose, that you could hide that stink. <laughs> and just sprinkle a little bit of cologne on your bathroom space heater. Not enough to make <laughs> it set a fire, but just enough to make it smell nice. <laughs> yeah. That is some opening stories. 
Now, yeah. we did mention April Fool pranks. Did uh, any of you guys I want to share if April Fool prank before we move on? I got I a couple. Uh, you got any, Terry? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can take Oreo cookies and you can prepare this you know, pretty quickly. Take a, a couple Oreo cookies and you open them up and you scrape out the white frosting stuffing in the middle and replace it with something else edible like mayonnaise or <laughs> cream cheese. That cream cheese would be like good, that. but not mayonnaise. <laughs> wow. And, and you kind of put them something. on top. <laughs> but that's one. There you go. <laughs> that's crazy. Go, go. Mm. Yeah, well, what you got? You I'm going to use the first one off the list that I seen where you take a harmonica because it made me think of Keith and you duct tape it to somebody's bumper on their car and then as they drive they hear this <laughs> lovely music and they can't figure out if it's their car or what. <laughs> See that that must be what deers hear when you hit that little thing on your front bumper for deers. They, they probably hear <laughs> coming on the road. Yeah. So with a harmonica, yeah, that's a good idea. I never thought of that. You just go to, <laughs> and of course, as you slow down, it goes away. The faster yeah. you go, the the more the louder it gets. That'd be fun. No, that would be. And uh, you would want to make sure you duct tape it pretty good, but maybe in such a way where it's not real noticeable. You know, you wouldn't want people to see it and go, "What?" Right. Yeah, but that made one. me think of Keith because he has the harmonica, but he wouldn't want to lose it. He'd want to just buy some of them dollar ones and get them at the you, dollar you store. Know, speaking of that, I have been looking for a couple missing harmonicas lately. I wonder if some of them <laughs> are trying know, they that might be if, you, <laughs> if you have, If you have a spouse who doesn't like to change the toilet paper roll in the bathroom, you could always go in there and replace it with a roll of duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> I would want to use that I, to wipe my booty, though. <laughs> I don't see how that would uh, be much of a prank, or then how would you get duct tape onto your roll and <laughs> have it hanging there? Well, I mean, well, you, know, you just put the duct tape through the thing like a roll of toilet paper, and then it's just... They would just, yeah, but look weird. Not for them to use. I'm, I'm just saying they'd reach for it and go, oh, what's this? Oh, no. All right. Well, I got you. Yeah, it would be pretty obviously not to use. I do have a prank about toilet paper, but first I have one. Uh, you make a door, a sign for the door that says, the door is broke. Use the other door. <laughs> and if you do this at work or at school, the more doors you hang this on, the better. Yeah, like and that you, joke I told and, and you, last and you, week. You, and you draw arrows pointing in what any direction you want. You use the other door because this one is broke, and and see who who falls for the signs looking for the right door. Which of course none <laughs> of them will work because you made the signs for all of them. <laughs> so a quick easy uh, prank you can do for your uh, uh, workplace or school. You'd have to call in to work and say, "I would be there, but I can't get in. All the doors are broken." <laughs> I can't get out. Oh. oh, yeah, either way. I can't get in, yeah. Put them on the inside, put them on the outside. See, watch oh, the fun man. ensue. Now, of I course, I wouldn't be able to fall for that because I wouldn't be able to see the sign, so I would just go on in. Like, right. hey, you can't do that. Hey, you went in. 
I'm going to throw us off a little bit, but I got to tell a story that happened here yesterday. Yeah. At about three o'clock in the afternoon, I was sitting, I said, I I didn't tell either one of you this one yet, but I was sitting here watching TV and some guy ran in my house and said, where's the fire? And I just kind of looked at him and said, I don't know what you're talking about. And come to find out something happened to my neighbor because they uh, were looking for the neighbor's house. And so I called my husband at work and said, now when you come home, I'm going to let you know. I can tell there's several large vehicles in the road, fire trucks, rescue squads, police cars, ambulances. He couldn't park in our driveway because they were blocking the whole street. He had to park down the road and walk to our house. And whenever he asks you, how come all these emergency vehicles are here? You can say, well, I remember all that meat the dog ate. (laughs) (laughs) He really had to go. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that, and the week last week we had the sewer company wanting to dig up our front yard. I don't know what's going on around here. I know, and then you had that other story that you yesterday went along with the dog eating that stuff. You told me that one about the sandwich and the or, you know, the burger and fries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's a fun, that yeah, Let's do a, let's do a bonus one there, Julie. You got lots of stories this week. All kinds of crazy things are happening Jesus. to me. And well, you got to tell it because it won't be funny next week. <laughs> my daughter's boyfriend, you know, they were all here Saturday, like I said, for the day the dog ate the hot dogs. And he goes, you know, I didn't know you guys were going to cook. I left a sandwich and some fries and a little thing out in your garage refrigerator. You can have it, you know, for lunch on Monday. I said, okay. And I thought he said French fries and a bacon cheeseburger. So I'm all excited thinking, all right, I'm going to have a bacon cheeseburger. That's my favorite. <laughs> and so I bring it in and I open the package. It was like one of those styrofoam uh, clam packages. You open it up and well, there's the fries and there's the hamburger. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to take just the hamburger off and warm it up. I don't need to warm up the bread and you know, all the tomato and everything else. And I go, there ain't no hamburger. And I, I was on the phone talking to her. I go, maybe that somebody put it in a separate container. No. Already. I was like, there's everything. lettuce, there's bacon, there's tomato, there's bread. There's no hamburger. I said, what the heck? He must ate the hamburger and left that there as an April Fool's joke. But then my husband came in for lunch and he goes, said he told you it was a, just a BLT. And I there was like, no hamburger on a BLT. There's no hamburger. It's like... Well, there could be. <laughs> right? I was like, that is a good sandwich to have a BLT, but the lettuce, you know, by Monday from Saturday was all wilted looking and the bread was hard. And <laughs> kind of caught you off guard, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, where's like, oh, the hamburger? <laughs> Ain't no hamburger on a BLT. Oh, <laughs> that explains that. Yeah. That reminded I, me, though, of some tacos Terry ordered with no meat in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had tacos one time delivered by Uber, had lettuce cheese at a taco shell it's like where's the meat it's like yeah where's the meat for tacos can okay, vegetarian tacos it's like what the heck you know yeah i guess so well, anyway uh, anyway we, back uh, to stories in there <laughs> as we get ready to transition here i do uh, as we've been doing lately a, a moment of housekeeping want to remind people Hey, visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Up, the, up at the top, there is a donate button. Feel free to click it uh, and donate uh, frequently, donate often, donate as much as you want, just to kind of help us uh, defray expenses on the podcast. We are trying to 
get up enough funds so that we can uh, purchase a actual Zoom account so we don't have to operate off a free one and get bumped off every little bit. And make sure while you're there, send us an email. Tell us your funny story so we can tell it. And with that, let's move on to news. Who has some news? Actual news story? I did. Did Jill bring anything or is she just going to bring it? I just heard one again last night that was on our local news. But whoever who wants to go first. Uh, (laughs) In Wisconsin, I'm trying to get the the name here of the town. Wausau, water, the Wausau police were called to a nursing home. I did a story around Christmas time about a deer that broke into a nursing home. This is another one. A deer, the police were called as a deer was wandering the halls of a nursing home in Wisconsin. He was looking for the grandma. <laughs> grandma gets kids ran over again. But My room was grandma in. It had busted through a big window and was wandering the halls. And so they called the police to extract the deer. And one of the police officers was a big 280, 300-pound uh, un- unprofessional football player. And he decided to tackle the deer. So yeah, it ran up and tackled the deer. And they was able to gather it up, you know, carry it out, I guess, and they tackled it, knocked it to the ground, and and then took it outside and <laughs> let it loose. Like, I was just here trying to visit my grandpa, and you tackled me. What how big of a deer it would have been, though. might not have been a very big one. Right, right. and then it, uh, you know, my other story back around Christmas, I mean, it, it was came in because of the other deers or the decoration something. It's like, maybe it's oh, just... Yeah. People sent or something they pick up. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he, he he was there. He was there again, looking for all the decorations. Say hey, they're all gone. What are those things? Where'd they go? I said here before. They must have come inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my first story. I got a deer story. I got a raccoon story. I've got. Well, I have, I have one about. Uh, Costco shoppers in Alaska are saying that ravens are stealing their groceries. <laughs> yeah. so they're coming out of the store, I guess. The birds are yeah, coming down. Yeah, Anchorage, Alaska, as people leave the store, uh, if they, you know, you had the big old carts, you know, Costco, I guess. And mm-hmm. as you, uh, I guess a guy, one guy says, he just took 10 steps away from his cart. I thought, well, why'd you do that for? But it must have been a deal where he took it to the back of a van and we had to go to the front and pop it open or something, I guess. Yeah. But in the time he did that, a couple ravens had swooped down and stole some short ribs. They're like four <laughs> inches by seven inches. So that's a pretty fair size, you know, short rib. Yeah. Uh, steaks. It just flew off with them. And I don't know if it's the same guy or not, but uh, they were saying that they got their meat home and it was all pecked up by uh, ravens just trying to peck it out of the packages. And they say wow. that uh, usually uh, <laughs> this time of year, the ravens, they, they migrate. They'll leave the area and just fly south looking for different food sources. But they've come to realize what shopping looks like. And look at all this amazing food source down there, apples and <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. 
<clears throat> these animals are going crazy these days. I got an animal <laughs> story too. Oh, smart, she's I guess. getting I got, got one. It's about a dog in North Carolina that keeps getting inside of this Dollar General store and playing with a purple unicorn. He lays <laughs> on <laughs> it and plays with it, and he actually tried to drag it out of the store once. And so it, the article Lifter. said that uh, the one of the workers actually bought this ten dollar unicorn for the dog. And then the Humane Society now has the dog and the unicorn, and they are looking for a forever. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Isn't that just all sweet and cuddly? <laughs> and, and but it was funny. Why does this dog want this purple unicorn so bad? And it, you know, it's got to be down at eye level. It didn't just like jump up in the air and grab it. And I don't know. think it said what kind of dog it was. So I don't know if it was a bigger dog or a smaller dog. But it wasn't I a men pin, is it? <laughs> no. living at a certain person's house yeah i have a another another story this one is uh similar to keith's story um in chicago <clears throat> a woman and her husband were sitting on their porch when they witnessed this play across the street this playful little squirrel <laughs> running around in their neighbor's yard and it was watching as an Amazon delivery driver delivered a package to the porch the squirrel take the package and steal it after the driver left and he took the package up onto the porch hmm. to um, rip the package open and the woman and her husband had videotaped this I believe it's on YouTube and the thing is, is they were wondering if it was the same squirrel who just a few days earlier had stole some tortilla chips off of their porch. <laughs> yeah. they maybe that UPS package had some nuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just food packages the squirrel's getting into. I, I, I wouldn't blame the squirrel for that. And I was in, using my restroom earlier today, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, I got squirrels up in my attic running around right now. Uh-oh, they could cause problems. The last time we were out in the country, the squirrels dragged you up in a tree. I know. I got to tell somebody. Okay. Um, what else? Anybody got another one? I Go ahead. Yeah, keep this right I, I have right an thing. update. Um, this, this is about that Rhode Island steer. Now, I, I, I almost wasn't going to do this one. But I actually heard on another podcast, they says, oh, we have the conclusion of a, a steer that ran away. And whenever they told their story, it ended up with uh, gunshots being fired <laughs> and wow. uh, the steer being put down. But apparently their story is a different one that I haven't found yet. But the, our, our friendly neighborhood Rhode Island steer uh, there in uh, Johnston, Rhode Island, uh, had been on a limb for nearly two months after escaping a slaughterhouse, was finally corralled, uh, police say. Uh, the beefy 1,500-pound steer was captured unharmed by its owner and returned to a farm where it can live out its life peacefully. <laughs> no slaughterhouse in store for him. He protested, so he didn't have to be put down. Yeah. 
Bee flies matter. <laughs> Bee flies. <laughs> well, my other story is not really super funny. It's just about an eight-year-old California brownie, a Girl Scout, you know, a little brownie. And she sold the most. It's kind of like, I guess, a Guinness Book of World Records. Sold over 30,000 boxes of Girl Scout cookies in three months, one season, I think they said. Oh, wow. That's a lot of the cookies that yeah, I just sell. Yeah. She must have had like did they, I, uh, is it? Did it say where she was selling them? Because I've heard something similar. And. <laughs> San Bernardino or something like that, California? San Bernardino. Well, I, I heard that before a girl sold the most cookies because she was standing outside of a marijuana store. Oh. <laughs> oh. That would do it. She sold well, a whole bunch of she, cookies. I was gonna, I they were outside of, she was trafficking in Girl Scout cookies or something. <laughs> outside of her house, outside of stores. I mean, she, she was selling selling them everywhere, and her, the mom said that, you know, well, she must have had some big company order. Yeah. That's what There's people a, were saying, and they said, no, she sold them one or two boxes at a time. The most big, they had is one person bought 100 boxes. There's a, big, there's a big hint for all the Girl Scouts out there. Sell them outside the marijuana store. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> it's all legal in your state. I think it is becoming more so. As we go. Then you can right. be like, my story. I have a story. This guy must have done it too, but down in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, a man was on vacation staying in a cabin when he witnessed and took video of a black bear climbing over the fence on a patio and taking a relaxing soak in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> the bear walked around and was got a, in the well, hot that tub. That was not back. a stupid bear. <laughs> Uh, I guess he was, waiting for, all right. <laughs> he was waiting for boo-boo, uh, I guess. I don't know. Hey, boo-boo. Uh, <laughs> sat in the hot tub for a few minutes, 10 minutes or so, the guy said, and he just got out. And I guess he, he didn't dry off, but he just got, jumped over the fence and took off. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Hmm. Nifty, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I guess because there was no food to eat. I don't know. We don't mind if you're happy, oh, do we, oh. fellas? <laughs> that means they don't mind, Andy. Oh, does it? <laughs> I I have uh, a story that maybe uh, Terry can appreciate. Uh, it has to do with a popcorn machine that was oh. nixed in Bismarck, North Dakota. They had to shut it down. Ah. <laughs> um, no. I know it, it, it had to be moved twice from the Capitol building in North Dakota because it kept triggering the fire alarm system. <laughs> uh, in but fact, it got know. to the point where they just had to get rid of it. Uh, and uh, the House Majority Leader there in North Dakota said the popcorn helped bring together uh, Republicans and Democrats alike. <laughs> uh, so I, I think somebody sabotaged it because now the you know Democrats and Republicans just can't get along anymore without their popcorn. <laughs> I think there's some kind of conspiracy happening there. 
popcorn conspiracy. <laughs> Maybe there needs to be more popcorn at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> makes people are happy that way. Popcorn makes people happy. Uh, I, I had some popcorn last night. Woo-hoo. You know how happy you are? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> are you happy? I have one more story. Go ahead. I don't have any more. It's another animal story with a tragic ending. Uh-oh. Anyway, uh, a Florida family noticed that their dryer was not working, and they called a repairman to come to the house. And so their parent figured, oh, well, it's blowing, it's working, it's blowing cold air, but it should be an easy fix. And so he tore the dryer apart and they found a dead snake inside. The, oh, wow. Apparently, the lucky them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the snake had crawled up through the vent. Outside, there's usually your vent has a flap on it, only somehow this family, the, there, theirs was a little bent, and so therefore the snake was able to crawl up in there and get inside and get tangled up in their motor and got killed. So, yeah, but those flaps, whenever the hot air is flowing, they'll they'll flap open. So I wonder if right. the snake was like, "Hey, I feel warm air. I'm going to crawl up on this little flap while it's open." <laughs> right, and it's like you think you know that you know maybe they've made them a little different now for. You know, the dryer vents. Maybe they got a grate that I think they put oh, some grate yeah, they, they in there. Yeah. You know, they put a flap. For all you snake lovers out there, you may need some Kleenexes for this story. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep them happy. <laughs> I don't know how big it was. It might have been all chopped up. I don't know. <laughs> it was a, well, the way it, it sounds like it was just a completely whole snake. Like you said, it must have just crawled up inside there. Because once it gets inside the dryer, man, those it, clearly it kind of cooked itself or whatever. But yeah. poor little, little snakey. That's what I got for stores. I've got a well, few more, but I ain't going to um, do them all. <laughs> Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsleep. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. As we transition here, uh, now here's a a prank that uh, I have to say annoys me to no end. Now, this is not an April Fool's prank in this house. Because we have grandkids living in our house. This is an everyday experience. (laughs) But if you have a house without kids who don't know anything about how to put things back in the kitchen, uh, you find somebody who is OCD about stuff and you rearrange their kitchen silverware drawers so that nothing is where it's supposed to be. In our house with our grandkids, 
nothing is ever where it's supposed to be. You might find <laughs> bowls in the silverware drawer and silverware <laughs> in the towel drawer and coffee cups hidden under a pile of stuff. They like to think it's Easter eggs around here or something. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a prank you could pull if somebody is, is meticulous about keeping things. Oh, that would be a good one. Sneak in and mix up their, especially their silverware drawer. I have another prank that can be done for, um, I just told my grandson this last night when he was here, but you can take a bar of soap and you can take clear fingernail polish and paint all over the soap so that it's covered in a coating of clear fingernail polish. So then when you try to take a shower or get your mouth washed out. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Kids, you patient. should have did that when you was a kid, and you could have <laughs> I didn't know about that one. I didn't know. Nobody told me. <laughs> but he said, well, "My mom just my mom just squirts it on her finger and rubs oh. it on my tongue." And I go, "Oh, okay. Well, that would work." That. Yeah, a lot of people use liquid soap anymore, so that's. But I have better. a prank for that too. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> like I said, you can go into the bathroom. And unscrew all the lids and put some saran wrap over it. Screw the lid back on to the containers. Okay, just a little tiny piece so they can't. Now, if you've got a pumper thing, you can always take, if you have, like some women do, they have those melted wax air freshening things in the bathroom. You just like, dip the tip of that in the wax and then pull it out and let it set up. Ah. Well, <laughs> my my thought on that is it replaces soap with hand lotion. How can yeah. it uh, up? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Put some Nair in the shampoo bottle. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. I got a simple one that a kid could do that's easy trailer. enough. My actually grandkids did this one. They, uh, it was just simple. They took cereal, you know, two boxes about the same size, and switched the bags. <laughs> On the inside. Yeah, so when they're one of you know the other ones thinking they're getting lucky charms, and hey, it's, this ain't lucky charms, it's, it's a grape nuts. Blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grape nuts, so that's totally harmless. <laughs> and then there's the old regular old one that uh, I didn't know how, exactly how they did, but uh, here's one I heard about it must have been last year, it could have been the year before is you get on social media and you advertise a, having a Chewbacca roar contest. And you, <laughs> all you have to do is call this number. We will have your name and caller ID just by calling this number. All you got to do is just do your best Chewbacca roar. And, and what you do is the number they're calling is your victim who you want to prank. So all day long, they're getting calls from Chewbacca until they're sick of Chewbacca. You gotta have somebody that's a real big Star Trek fan and give them Star that Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, Jill. Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> okay, you know I'm not a big fan because I can't remember which is which. <laughs> That's funny. What was you saying, Terry, before? (laughs) You can do the thing, uh, the private Benjamin thing. You can unscrew the shower head or the little thing on your sink, you know, which got the screen in it. And you Uh can some of the pellets that you dye Easter eggs with coming up here soon, too. Oh, wow. Pellets in there. That's what changes the watercolor. I heard something similar to that, but you put, like, (laughs) bouillon, put a powdered bouillon in there, and then that comes out and just makes them smell like 
beef or chicken all day, and they can't figure out why they smell so funny. <laughs> all the dogs are chasing them. <laughs> My wife wanted to mention that here and coming up in April is Autism Awareness Month, and we should wear blue. Hey, you know what? It's time for our Terry's Top Ten. Are you ready for us today, Terry? Yep. What? Oh, okay. Um, let me see. I've got kid-friendly... April Fool Day pranks from, I got it from Good Housekeeping Magazine. Anyway, these are set up easily. Number one is a Jello surprise where you can take Jello of a color that's your kid's favorite drink or juice. I would say probably red, red Kool-Aid, mix it up, put it into a clear glass and stick a straw in it. And then put it in the refrigerator and let it set up. And then <laughs> give it to your children. Say, here's a drink for you, kitties. You know what the problem <laughs> with that is? You 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 can drink jello through a straw. Yeah, but it's gonna be really hard. It, it'll uh, be thicker than drinking, say, Kool-Aid. And they're gonna need a lot of sucking power. But I have done that before. I went to a restaurant when we were kids. And we, it was time for dessert. We're gonna have jello. And the waitress gave us the dessert. <laughs> but there was no spoon and we got tired of waiting. And so I thought, I'm going to see if I can do it with a straw. And so I sucked it all up <laughs> through a straw. It's like this big old long thing coming up through the straw and sucking harder and sucking harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, it's just like sucking up a good thick milkshake, you know, it doesn't yeah. 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 You suck hard enough. Number two, if you, or you're, you have crafty stuff, get into your crafty stuff and take off. Some of your googly eyes, oh, yeah. googly eyes, and op open your refrigerator and stick them on everything. Stick them on the jar of mayo, stick them on the cucumbers. You, you know, because what vegetarians always say, I can't eat anything with eyes on it. Because <laughs> yeah, they don't, don't want to eat meat. I can't yeah. eat it if it has a face, so you put googly eyes on everything. Oh, I can't eat the pickles anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny to do to a vegetarian, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And number three, if you have small children and you <clears throat> and you hand them their toothbrush in the morning with toothpaste on it generally, surprise them by putting something on it like um, icing from a cake. <laughs> oh, yeah, they would love to right. brush their teeth mm. with that. I'm sure kids would love that, but yeah, I don't think... Uh, and then hand them the real toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Cream cheese, icing. Number four. Um, nighttime switcheroo. When your children are sleeping, go into their room and move their furniture around, turn their chairs upside down. Carry their <laughs> beds to a new house. <laughs> if they're, if they're, it says, These aren't my parents. <laughs> it says if they're hard care. sleepers. If they're hard sleepers, pick them up and carry them and switch them to a different room. <laughs> <laughs> the kids themselves, you know, they wake up in the bathroom. Hey, what am I doing here? They think they slept walking, so they're like that one top ten last week. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. This one is uh, uh, you. Uh, you tell your kids that you made brownies, and so 
they uh, this takes some preparation. They go to the, the cake pan, they take the foil off, and surprise! I knew there was something wrong. But the setup for that is you have to take some brown construction paper ahead of time and some scissors and cut out big capital E's so that your pan is full of brown E's. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe take brown Play-Doh or something and form yeah. it. <laughs> well, you could use all kinds of construction paper or felt, anything brown. And just biggies, you want some little E's and biggies, you want a big, <laughs> all right. big slice or little slice. <laughs> And that would be a good one. <laughs> Number six. Oh, the shower one. That's the one I had mentioned earlier. Oh. I don't understand. We'll skip over it. With the soap and shampoo. and Yeah. And number seven is, come on. You're, take a, Oh, that's one Jill did right there. Switching the cereal around in the cereal box. Was, oh, wow. sorry. I didn't even know that was one there of you. Well, if you want, I can substitute either of those. Oh, no, 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 no. One. This one, I'm sorry. This one's different than what Jill said. But this one here says, <laughs> number seven is, you take a bowl of their favorite cereal. You put the bowl cereal in the bowl. <clears throat> excuse me. You put the milk in the cereal. You put the spoon in the cereal. And you stick it in the freezer overnight. Yeah, so they have a frozen bowl of cereal for breakfast. Then in the morning they go to try to eat it, and it's frozen. They can't get the spoon out of it. Hey, you don't mind my saying so? It's a bit sickening. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's always what I was thinking of. If you want to substitute one, <laughs> um, number eight, I believe this is, is. Uh, Go buy a bunch of little plastic bugs and stick them in your ice cube trays and freeze them. Or yeah. just take little plastic bugs and cockroaches and lay them all over the house and all that. There you go. Well, another one along that line, maybe it's on your list, is you either take little toy bugs like that or even take some paper cutouts of bugs and put it on the inside of a lampshade. So when the people reach up there to click on the lamp, they get silhouettes of bugs all over the lampshade. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's bugs under there. <laughs> number nine is a special drink. You can take something like, say, your your milk, how it comes in a, a um, plastic bottle. You can't really see the color of the milk anymore sometimes, or orange juice maybe. And then you, you take and you add some food coloring to it. <laughs> huh. yeah. When they take a drink, go to pour it, it's like, oh, the milk is blue. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. No, I like to do something. Give it any flavor or taste. The food I coloring. like to do something like that on St. Patrick's Day. I like to put green green milk, <laughs> green food coloring into mashed potatoes. You know. Yeah, there we go. And green mashed potatoes. Oh. Well, there there was one time years back uh, we were visiting at mom's and. She's having breakfast, and she says, "Hey, I got some, you know, cereal, and there's the milk on the table." And we, I started, you know, pouring the bowl full of cereal, and she says, "You want some orange juice to drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, where's it at?" Well, it's right here on the table too. Like, okay, which jug is it? <laughs> they were both like a gallon juice. jug. I had it was the same same size and shape gallon jug, but I had the orange juice on my cereal instead of milk. 
<laughs> I did it to myself. Yeah. Number 10, if you try to get your kids to eat healthy, you can do this in here and give them a candy treat. You can, and when they unwrap it, it's like, ooh, yum, yum. You, you can take and buy a bag of Tootsie Pops and then unwrap them and take the wrapper part and take a Brussels sprout and stick it on the stick and rewrap it. Ah. <laughs> ooh, yuck. <laughs> I, I heard of a similar one where you take uh, a couple boxes of donuts to work. Hey, I bought donuts today. When you open them, it's all the little like uh, cauliflower heads and broccoli heads all inside there. Ooh, who wants that <laughs> instead got, of a donut? Got veggies <laughs> <versus> donuts. <sighs> I got one that's similar. Uh, everybody likes caramel apples. Oh, so yeah. what you do is you take a stick and stick it in something round like an onion and dip it in the caramel and when somebody sees that of course i want that caramel apple they bite into it and they have a surprise a mouthful of caramel onion yeah don't that just sound yummy a science experiment from grade school that said if you hold your nose you could take a slice of apple and a slice of onion and you can't tell them apart so i would imagine at first bite they probably can't tell the part and maybe even after the first couple of chews. <laughs> but once you start getting the whiff through your nose, you're like, hey, something's not right. <laughs> uh, this don't taste good. <laughs> so you actually end up with a big bite and a cut, uh, several chews before it's like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really neat because this year Easter is like real close to uh, uh, April Fool's April Day. Fool's. And you know, everybody likes jelly beans. And who is it, Harry? Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's yucky flavor jelly beans. <laughs> Mix them together, and you just won't know if you're getting dirt, grass, or gourmet stuff, or Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To annoy me. That would be a fun April Fool's trick. Although, of course, it's three days late. But <laughs> you can you can do this one this one here and gross people out. You can bake cookies and make them. Shape them in the shape of a pile of dog poop. Oh. <laughs> and sit them around your house in different places and walk around and pick it up and eat it. You better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> better make sure you don't have no pet dogs first. Oh, crap. I ate the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, we were traveling up in Wisconsin, and they had this candy called Cow Patty. And that's exactly what it was, is somebody went out and took like, you know, a little ceramic mold like you do of like animal footsteps into the woods. They went out in the cow pasture and it took cer a ceramic mold of the cow patty the cow left behind. Then they took that mold and they used it to shape their chocolate candy with. Weird. And so Wait whenever you get now, the every time a cow goes to the bathroom, it's always shaped the same. <laughs> yeah. And, and so you had this you know, cow patty shaped, you know, poop looking thing, but it's all chocolate with, you know, raisins and peanuts. Oh, I forget what all is in it, but I would be afraid to eat it. it. People <laughs> like, ah, that's gross. It's like, don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look a little pale, young fella. News is too much to show a shock for him, Mike. If you want to play this little prank on your children, if they're young, like, my 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 two grandsons are should be old enough to know how to tie their own shoes. 
But if they're as old as, old as my grandsons and say, can you tie my shoes? You tie their shoestrings together. <laughs> oh, I would do that all the time. <laughs> to me, probably. <laughs> no, to our kids. Leave. I'll tie your shoes. Give them here. And I'll tie their feet together. Here. And if you can't tie it, that's how you, I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> Just to prove a point. But my, mine didn't do that, that that much when they were older. Yeah, once they learn, they want to do it themselves. They don't want you doing it for them. Well, here's one you can do at the office. You you take a post-it note and you write an urgent message. Urgent. I need to speak to you right away. And then you leave it a signature that's illegible. And just watch the phone <laughs> as they try to guess who it is and who they're supposed to call. <laughs> the Walter <laughs> number might be. <laughs> and what is this urgent message? Are they in trouble or are they what? <laughs> Simple and easy to do. Yeah. And are you done your top ten? Did you do ten? Yeah, I lost yeah I've, I've done ten, but then we were adding <laughs> some more in here we too. We just more. That's that's all right. I Here's another bonus one: an underwear switcheroo. Oh, just, wait a minute! Just like what <laughs> it sounds like. Well, so you do it to your family members. You sneak <laughs> into their dresser at night and you switch everybody's underwear drawers out. So you don't know who's going to have whose underwear in the morning when they go to get dressed. <laughs> Little kid gets daddy's boxers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mom that would be has little princess yeah. underwear or something. Yeah, little bitty underwear. How am I supposed to put these on? <laughs> another, another fun one to do is on another list that I ran across of, like, couples, you know, together. Know, to do and like, boyfriend, girlfriend. You, you tell your boyfriend that you know, you you play it up so big, you're going to do the big, best prank on April Fool's Day. Oh, I'm going to get you so good on April Fool's Day. And, and then on April Fool's Day, don't do anything. And <laughs> wait all day. I'd wait all day. And that's the prank. You don't do nothing. <laughs> you know, April Fool's Day is the worst day ever to propose to a person. <laughs> ah, yes, we can. But uh, no, we won't. <laughs> Well, here's here's a couple that are more, I guess, visual oriented. Uh, I know it, it probably wouldn't have any impact on me. Uh, one of them is you get a bunch of confetti and you put it on top of your ceiling fan, fan blades and wait for somebody to enter the room. Of course, you know, it looks, you know, horribly, you know, confetti everywhere. And I bet you it's a big pain about to clean up. Oh, you know, it'd be even better, sparkle or glitter or something on your ceiling fan, and then everybody's covered with sparkle, and you're sparkling all day. Yeah, and that, that's, <laughs> that's a variation on my, ne my next one is you send somebody an important envelope, but it's full of glitter. <laughs> so when they open it, they get glitter everywhere, all important over them. Important information enclosed, you must open immediately. <laughs> yeah. And now, now with me, let's say that you put the glitter on the ceiling fan or an envelope, for one thing, I wouldn't know it because I wouldn't want to see it. I'd be like, what's the deal with this? But I'd have it all over the place, of course. So yeah. the, the joke on me would be walking around thinking there's nothing wrong. Everyone's like, hey, you're awful sparkly today. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Until someone told me what happened. Then I would be like, ah. Yeah, I wonder what other crafty schemes he's got up his sleeve. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones. Well, here's here's one I was telling Jill. I would really hate you for this if you did it to my house. 
you take hairspray and you find it into the toilet paper roll and you hairspray it down so you can't get it loose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would hate you for that. <laughs> I know there's an end somewhere. Oh, I have dreaded the approach of this day all summer. <laughs> no, no, I just no. take my fingernail. No, what I would do is I would just find the edge of the roll, say, oh, about an eighth right. of an inch in and just rip off the big yeah. pad of it and do your business with that. Now, so I told you all, I suppose if he was the hairspray the sides as well, oh, man, I would really hate you for that. <laughs> we had this We had this guy. We thought this was so hilarious. Uh, we had this guy stand at our house once, a house guest from uh, Alabama, actually. But, uh, he was so dense. I, oh, gosh, he was just really just where they are but this guy would eat up all my condiments you know he would eat everything and he he would put ketchup on everything oh my god we'd go buy almost a gallon of ketchup and he would eat through it in, in a day on everything and so we decided that we would take a bottle of my hot sauce and put it in with the ketchup <laughs> <laughs> And boy, did we watch his eyes light up. <laughs> yeah. You're dumber than I thought you were. We took a Sharpie out of the ketchup bottle. We put Terry's special hot ketchup. But he didn't see that part. He just grabbed the bottle and put it on his foot. And woo! even tried to warn him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, as long as I don't kill somebody, you know, it's like, you know. Wow. Yeah. You can do with gagging people with their food stuff and hiding food in their food. Well, here's another tribute to my mom. Frank, that <laughs> could be wife. quick and easy to do. And that's if, if, if you're in an office and you know, you've got people that type a lot, you switch the letters M and the letter N on their typewriter keyboard. Because they look both alike, and they're sitting right next to each other on the keyboard, and you just see how much they mess up and make typos. Then yeah. this, is, this is the prank, but I thought, but a lot of people in the office don't hunt and peck. Like, it wouldn't work on me, because even if I could see, I'm not looking right. at the keyboard. <laughs> I'm just, right. There's a lot of them. Your finger I mean, hits this key, middle finger hits that key. That wouldn't, right. you know. And, you know, they, they had that, I heard that before back on the early days, they take the keys, take all the key, the letters and switch them around. For who do yeah. You know, that, they, if you had if somebody you know who, who seriously would do hunt and peck, that would be a, a better prank. Just switch, switch a off. bunch of them around and say, because, ah, I mean, you you look at your QWERTY keyboard, just like what I did with my grandsons. Oh, all the little grandkids know A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's like, okay. Here, here's my keyboard. I got my my speaking software on. Here, type the type the alphabet. Go ahead, and it's a good learning tool because the the letters aren't right next to each other. They got to hunt and peck for them. Right, they got they have to make them. Hunt and it, that's a good them. learning thing for kids, though. You know, to my husband's a hunt and pecker. Ooh, what you said? He's the one you could get that on. <laughs> He's a hunting pecker. Stop saying things like that. <laughs> well, he he that out. He, he's one of those <laughs> kinds? Wow. That didn't come out right now. <laughs> Something should be done to help him. Like a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you guys got me. <laughs>
say thanks i shouldn't say he does that somehow on his phone he switched his keyboard and he's like hey the letters were all moved <laughs> and i was like well you must have switched it off i don't that's know how okay. it changed that's, what the other that's keyboard acceptable does. that's acceptable just like you could go on the damn tour you know yeah or beaver hey, dam no i don't want to see the damn tour <laughs> yeah, that's another one yeah, another computer-related one is, and I, I, I can't think of the keystroke, but I think it's Control Alt and either left or right arrow, and you have to do this while you're on your computer screen on your desktop, and it will rotate it 90 degrees. <laughs> so if you was to do Control Alt right arrow, it'll 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 just shift it 90 degrees and do it again, and now it's upside down. Do it again, now it's, and it, it'll go all the way around. And That'd be I, funny I've done to this, do in an office, yeah. <laughs> I, I've done this accidentally before, and I'll say, have have my wife or somebody, hey, what's wrong with my screen? Because the dialog box isn't reading right. She goes, I can't tell. Your screen is all sideways. I'm like, huh? Oh, well, let me fix that. <laughs> but yeah, it just throws people off. It's, 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 I'm pretty sure it's Control Alt and use the arrow while you're on your desktop screen. Yeah, it just cycles through rotation. Yeah, I mean, that's also a function like when you're for people who can see when you go into your audio, um, your photo, photo editing and stuff to rotate the picture, to rotate your screen, whatever. You can rotate the picture in there, but you got to rotate your screen. You know, yeah, this this will rotate your whole screen. You have to look at it sideways, right. <laughs> head cocked like I a mean, dog. I've <laughs> scanned pictures into the computer before and I tell my wife. Does, does this picture look okay? What's well, upside down? We got to rescan it. And I go, no, we don't. Just look. <laughs> there you go. Now it's right side up. You know, it's just a matter of a button or two on the, on the keyboard. Yeah. Now, the now I think if it. on your desktop screen, you just, you know, click anywhere where there's not an icon. And when, whenever you right click on your display properties, I think there's a setting in there where you can do the screen rotation there too, if you don't remember the hotkey, but. Yeah, it's always fun to do that to somebody when they turn the computer on. Well, you're just saying that to make me feel good. I'd say my son did a prank, him and his friend, when they were in high school. His friend had a brother with a pickup truck, and they got some, like, a big industrial-sized thing of plastic wrap and wrapped his truck. Yeah. So when he went out to go, I don't remember if he was, so if he was going to work, but when he went out to get this truck, he had to cut through a, several layers of plastic wrap. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, because they wrapped it more than once. <laughs> oh yeah, you just wrap wrap layers on that puppy. Mm -hmm. yeah, another one is you take all the the photographs in your house, and you take out the pictures and put in a picture of your favorite celebrity, or your most <laughs> annoying celebrity. Magnificent. Don't like. <laughs> Yeah, or just turn the picture around where there's nothing, and the people are like, "Where, where'd the picture go?" There's <laughs> a picture of a vampire looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I wonder if a vampire could get a picture taken. They can't see themselves in the mirror. If you have access to their social media account, like Facebook, or you can snag their phone when they're not looking, you change their birthday so it's on April Fool's Day. So all day long, they get any birthday wishes, and they don't know why. <laughs> hey, I just got a bling on my on my computer and my email. UPS is going to deliver a package to my porch. I hope no squirrels don't get it. 
You're not serious. Well, of course I am. Well, let's not waste time discussing it. I had a phone call the other day that I have a package that was confiscated at the border. Uh, it was full of drugs. I need to contact the FBI right away. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I told my wife they should just send it up with one of those illegal aliens down there. <laughs> That's crazy. Another annoying one, and you kind of have to know your, your victim's email address, is you find all the bizarre newsletters on the internet you can find, sign them up for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> How to train your neighborhood squirrels, cat lovers, <laughs> USA, or whatever. I'm sure there's a lot of them out there, too. Another one is you, you take, like, the remote control device, yeah. or if you have a mouse that has a little sensor on the bottom, Put a piece of tape over it. You're crazy. And what's oh. the hilarity is they can't change channels or use their mouse on the computer. <laughs> what? It's not working. What time must have dead batteries? Go through all the... Uh, change the batteries. All the lights are on. It, it looks like it's changing, but it's not. Uh, uh. Trouble control, moving. yes. Troubleshooting all the different things. Oh, then they figure out there's tape over the end. <laughs> Who did yeah, well, this? And if you do, if you cut the piece of tape so it's the size or shape of the sensor, more or less, they'll, they'll take them along and figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> what, the remote control? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here's an oldie. Uh, they, I've seen this done before on like an old uh, TV show. Uh, is all day long, you have every friend you know call this person's phone like every half an hour or so. Ask them, is Franklin there? Is Franklin there? Especially if their name is not Franklin. Hey. At the end of the day, you have someone call and say, hey, I'm Franklin. Do I have any messages? <laughs> Let's shoot him out of a cannon. Oh, that's a good one. I was, I was trying to look some up on the internet here, but I'm having trouble doing it. Now, this is one that takes a little bit of setup, but you can make a fake milk spill. I remember seeing these like at Six Flags. You go into the one uh, curiosity vomit. shop where you <laughs> get them vomit. expensive. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, you, you just take a fake milk spill and you put it on their computer keyboard or something. How do you make a fake milk spill, though, With I wonder? Glue. Oh. You can take like Elmer's glue and you just kind of puddle it around. Squeeze it all out. You, you, you put it on a piece of cellophane and then uh, you just make it look like a glass spilt over with milk all over the keyboard. Oh, it, wow. it takes a little preparation and there is a link that I have here that gives you a step-by-step -step of how to on that one. But hmm. you, can, you can add different, you know, you have to be really get it just right to where you could make it look like, I mean, you could to make it look like a caramel color, like soda or beer or something like that. And you could actually have it glue it to the rim of the glass on its side so that, you know, it's oh. all, one gag and stuff you just you know yeah but it, it takes some prep for that one here's another one you mentioned earlier about uh eating health food if you have kids who just don't want to eat healthy you get you uh some product where you can make your own hand soaps and you make little hand soaps in the size and shape of chicken nuggets i'm hungry i'm thirsty Say, Here you go, kitties. Here's your chicken nuggets. And they eat it in soap. Wash your mouth out with that chicken nugget. Wow. 
Again, it takes a little bit of preparation. I'm sure I don't know anything about making uh, personalized hand soap. Huh. I'm sure also, you can YouTube it, how to make it. or yeah. Here, Here's a fast, easy one. If you have a throw rug, put some bubble wrap under it. Oh, I like bubble wrap. Or, or, or a runner, you know. Put some bubble oh, yeah, wrap I under it. Oh, yeah, I told you about that one yesterday. My kids did that. <laughs> now, what was the one you was telling me yesterday about the runner? Yeah. Our grandma had one, one of these plastic runners that when you flip it over, it has all these little pegs. It helps grip, to help it. grip the carpet better. Yeah, yeah. help it attach to the carpet. I had one in my house, and I don't know why it was flipped over, but the kids, when they come in from school, yeah, kick me. off their shoes, and then they walk across that. Oh, 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 oh who did this? <laughs> it was flipped over. It's tootsies. not noticeable when you're not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, but that was a good one, and it's not real painful. Now it does poke in the feet, but not bad enough. It's going to make you bleed or anything. Here, here's one. It also takes a little bit of effort, but it would be really cool to be to do. It's, you go to your workplace and you you cover uh, somebody's entire office in tinfoil. You wrap around <laughs> the desk, around the chair, around their pencil sharpener cover everything in tinfoil it looks amazing well doc it's beautiful really beautiful <laughs> it's easy to clean up it's not like glitter but it's just you know fun yeah i think it's very seductive or you could always call somebody if you're a girl and tell them i did this to my oldest daughter when she was away to college i called her on april fool's day and told her i was pregnant I have news now that you're in college. I need you to tell you something. So, yeah, I'm pregnant. What? And How that's what she Mom? said. Mom. <laughs> I, can always, I've been meaning to tell you about the about boys there, little daughter. <laughs> but about time I had this talk. <laughs> yeah, usually it's the daughter telling that to the mother, but I yeah. thought it'd be funny now the mother telling it to the daughter. Oh. And, Another one for the bathroom you could do at work or at school is you make uh, fake legs. Take some shoes and attach it to a, a <laughs> pant leg and put them in every stall. Well, it might be a mistake, all right. Might even get us in trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who's under hog in the bathroom? Gotta go. But then, so you could take. And then have that there, but then you lift the seat. You have saran wrap over it, and then they go. Yeah. In there? I gotta go. So bad. Oh. They go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Get them twice there. You know, That'd be a good one. Another one that I was telling Jill about yesterday is you you go into the bathroom and you take the the stick deodorant and you run it out a couple of inches. And you, you cut off the deodorant, you take some cream cheese and you shape it in the same size and shape of the stick. And then you take the little knob and you draw it back up inside and let people put on a cream cheese deodorant. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I think it's grand. I think I'll kill myself. Yeah. Cheesy <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Cream cheese armpit. <laughs> Here's one that would take some preparation and you would have to have some resources. 
but you tell a friend all day long that Elvis is stalking you. Oh yeah, you the dead Elvis. Elvis is stalking me. Like, you can't. You have to believe me. He's stalking me. And at the end of the day, you have him meet you someplace where you've hired an Elvis lookalike, and see if they spot him first. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you'll do it for us? Go stick your head in a bus, <laughs> That would be kind of creepy. Oh, I had another one. I lost it. It flew out of my mind. You could also make a sign or bumper sticker to put on the back of someone's car that says, please honk. (laughs) That's kind of like the sign on your back that says, kick me. (laughs) And nobody can figure out why they're getting kicked. (laughs) Like that other thing I did before about the... The, the the atheist behind the guy at the red light that's got a bumper sticker that says honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> uh, what does he do? What do I do? <laughs> should I honk because you're an idiot or should I honk or not honk because I don't believe in Jesus? Oh, there's a bunch of there's so a many. balloon yeah, room. There's two ways you can do this. You could literally take of balloons and fill yeah. every square inch of the person's office. With that take a lot of balloons. <laughs> take a lot of effort. The other way, especially if the person is kind of you know savvy to that trick, maybe it's happened to them before. <laughs> just take balloons and just uh, fit, attach them to the windows and doors. So from the outside, it looks like their office is full of balloons. When you open the door, it's not. Most laughable thing I ever heard of. You know, that'd be really neat to go in a full a room full of balloons and just go in with a safety pin or straight pin. Yeah. We're being attacked. <laughs> Somebody with an assault rifle. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> I wonder how that would be if there were helium balloons and he went through popping them. Hey, who's the man I am with? <laughs> I mean, talking funny. I can't do that sound, but I know people that inhale that helium. <laughs> What? Makes them funny. It, it's not good for you, but yeah, it, it makes you sound funny for a little bit. Like, almost like a barking dog. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, like a barking dog. It made, it made Terry sound like a barking dog there for a second. Terry, your voice changed. <laughs> I turned into a dog and flew away. It flew away. <laughs> Ran away. <laughs> Looking for my milk bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, there, there's a, a batch of uh, fun, easy pranks that I've managed to find. Uh, we put, yeah. some, put, some, put some Cheez-Its in the milk bone box and eat them. Yeah, I guess that would be a thing. <laughs> oh. Change, no, the, change the dog treat for someone's beef stick. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, maybe your wife was only... F- only joking you when she said that they were not. I turned into a dog and flew away. <laughs> well, we've uh, used up a whole bunch of time having some fun sharing some Halloween pranks. We're not even going to get to our anchor topic today. April Fool's pranks. You said Halloween. Uh, yeah, I, keep, I know. I keep saying Halloween pranks, but it's April Fool's. I just That's right. I said St. Patrick's Day the other day. I was looking for St. Patrick's pranks. I meant, whoops, April Fool's pranks. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, we uh, we could go ahead and wrap up now. We we like I said, we're, we're gonna skip our anchor topic today. Uh, yeah, today was just a fun show. Anyway, it's my brains and experience they want. 
not my gorgeous figure. I got a closing thought. I got one. I got one. I have three of them. (laughs) I've never been hunting bear, but I have gone fishing in shorts. You know, the, the hunting bear was a long running joke on the Jack Benny radio and TV show. They had always come up with a funny punchline, different every time. That's a good one. Oh. Well, you know, speaking of our, our I guess, uh, April Fool's Day theme, uh, what did the Chinese janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Oh. Oh. How oh, dare I do that? Politically incorrect. <laughs> do you know where the original Game of Thrones started? <laughs> the house with a family with one toilet. Yeah. With eight people in it. One toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Challenging times make you stronger, but so does spinach. Popeye says. (laughs) 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 When they told me to quit acting like a flamingo, I put my foot down. I told my wife, I think the children are spoiled. She told me, no, all kids smell that way. (laughs) (laughs) My my mind, my mind thinks I'm 25, but my body thinks my mind is an idiot. Yeah, that's I'm how I got it, folks. On <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's some closing thoughts. Uh, and Jill says I have to have a mind first. <laughs> and my wife just agreed. <laughs> uh, I was going to say there might be more than just your mindset calling you an idiot, but I guess I didn't hold my tongue on that for very long. Ah. Oh. Uh, I saw. Social media. So my friend posted this. says, uh, if you're broke down on the side of the road, don't expect to stop and help you. You had plenty of opportunity to get that extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> you get those phone calls every day. <laughs> that or homeowner's warranty, that or end of life insurance. Yeah. Let's consolidate your credit cards and stuff. So anyway, this is at the end of our show and where we have our signing off. Uh, your host saying goodbye. See you next week. Make sure you send us a rating and review. It helps other people know what you think about the show. Uh, but leave us a comment or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you, hear your funny stories, uh, or any ideas you want to talk to, have us talk to you about blindness issues. So with that said, it's time to wrap it up. And now, and now let's start this episode, episode 22. <laughs> we'll start right now. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> they all thought the show was going to start over. 
that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. Oh, you know what we should have did at the beginning is uh, <laughs> Keith say he was Terry, and Terry could have said he was me, and I could have said I was Terry, and then they go, April Fools. 